threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. We are the survival business. Yeah. This is a business. This is, straight up. Yeah. And we're in the business of answering your questions today because it is Mindless Banner 89 Q&A, the, the very best episode of it every is. month, and we're excited. You guys had a freaking crap ton of questions. I couldn't take them all. No. Because we don't have all damn day to answer your questions. <laughs> we only have like an hour or so. Right, Cam? I'd like to answer them all day. I would. I, if I could just I probably do could. Yeah, and for sure. It'd be fun. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. Before we get to that, Cam, though, I want you to tell the people <laughs> like, yeah. about Prepper's Medical Handbook. I want to tell the people. Okay. You know, prepping, there's just so much that goes into it. I mean, there's a lot of things to think about with food and water and power and protection. Mm-hmm. Self-reliant medical care is absolutely no exception. You're right. You got to know how to take care of yourself and your mm. body and people with you. Yeah. The Prepper's Medical Handbook by noted wilderness medicine expert and survivalist William W. Forgey, mm. MD, provides the basis of prevention, identification, and long-term management of those survivable medical conditions. Not the ones that you're going to die from because nah. you'll die. These ones, you can survive. Yeah. There's not like a page on leukemia, I'm yeah. guessing. And this isn't just like some hiker that... Took an interest in like medicine. I, I love those ones where it's like, I've been hiking for 14 years. Yeah. Here's my book. I've run across all kinds of bodies that have been <laughs> damaged. I know how to fix them all. Yeah. Seen, seen the whole gamut. Eat dandelions. Mm. But no, this book has a really nice organized structure that helps you quickly locate how to survive bear attacks and things like that. Mm. Like it's got um, really useful information, even for those that are medically trained. Yeah. I think it's awesome. It's one of my okay. favorite books, and you can get it at PreppersMedicalHandbook.com or Amazon.com. Beautiful. It's a good one. Get it. You Go need get it. it. All right, let's just get right into the oh, goodness. Oh, no, I wanted to mention oh, one no, thing. Oh, no, okay. So I wanted to mention one thing that it's super important that all of you go, well, you don't have to go do this. Okay. We talked about simulation. Yes. And that Earth, the world, huh. we're probably in a simulation. Yeah, sure. Did you uh-huh. know there's an Earth Reviews Oh no! website? No. Yeah. So check this out. Oh, that's cool. It turns out Earth is just a simulation. Luckily, the creators are looking for feedback. Oh, nice. So they nice. created a website. That's cool. But it's got like clouds, 1,772 ratings, four and a half stars. Four and a half. Who doesn't like clouds? Airplanes, <laughs> sneezing, kneecaps. Sneezing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my god. It's like got everything. Carpet. What do you think about the carpet? Uh, Traffic lights. You like them? Mm. Um, yeah, it's pretty freaking What's got funny. like the worst rating on there? Can you tell? The worst rating, crowds. Oh, yeah. Crowds, really low. Uh-huh. Um, where's the other one? I, I was looking at the high rated. One of the highest rated ones, though, is pooping. Pooping, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I scroll all the way down here. Beards, three stars. Really? Which is kind of surprising. That is surprising. Um, Yeah, uh, pooping is like almost five stars by yeah. like. Is it, is it like pooping then sex? <laughs> Probably. I don't, I don't know. Where is sex? I don't see it. I don't know. Um, I, I, skin, I've asked that myself skins, that a lot. Three and a half stars. Where umbrellas, jeans, dogs, ketchup, oh. volcanoes. Volcanoes are three and a half. Really? Coins, braces, babies, skiing, wedding, sliced bread. Uh, it's got everything. Sweating. Cool. Sweating's two stars. That's one of oh, the lowest. I, yeah, I hate sweating. 3,238 radius. And I'm a sweater. 
Yeah. Not, I mean, I'm not a sweater as much like when I'm working out. Yeah. Like when I do jujitsu and stuff, I'm like the least sweaty guy there. But when I'm sleeping in bed, I'm like drenched. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, doesn't make yeah. any sense. Ba- uh, acne's the lowest. Oh, yeah. One and one Dude. and a quarter star. Dude, acne is the worst. 5,394 ratings. I hate it. Yeah. It's not good. So, <laughs> pretty funny though. That is. Where's that at then? So, if you, it's like neil.fun. Neil.fun? Neil. Neil.fun slash Earth Reviews. Okay. Ursh. Earth. Ursh. Ursh Reviews. Neil.fun slash Earth Dash Reviews. Good gracious. It's pretty funny. Just look at them yeah, and see funny. what like, the comments mm, that's and stuff. That's hilarious. Watermelon's pretty neat. Tastes like a better water. If only <laughs> non-watermelon foods that claim to taste like watermelon actually tasted like watermelon. Oh, that's so true. Like, some of the reviews in here are super funny. So, anyway. If you want some nice. entertainment. Go check them out. Go read it. Awesome. Okay. All right, let's get going then. Elizabeth Boucher Minor. Ooh, Boucher. Bobby Boucher. <laughs> um, I want a family emergency plan. I really do. But realistically, the only time I'm not with my kids is when they are at school or sports. I can't tell them to walk away from school in an emergency and start walking to location X, can I? Hey, you can do what you want. You can do whatever. This is America. This is a free country. Goddamn America. And this is why we live here and this is why we love it. Kids, I want you to walk to the nearest Walmart. Hey, you can tell them to start freaking breakdancing. You can tell them to do <laughs> yeah. anything you want. Don't listen to any adults. Go do what you want. That's <laughs> yeah. what you're going to do anyway. Start burning stuff right away. <laughs> yeah. Send up smoke signals. So, smoke signals. Dad will find you. <laughs> yeah, daddy will be there. <laughs> no, look, I think it's a valid question because people are like, well, I can't tell them to not do what their school's doing. And maybe that's your plan. You know, for me, it, it is... My kids are going to do what the school's doing, right. and depending on the situation, um, we have different contingencies, right? So yeah. that's what the whole plan is there for. So the kids know, do I just go with the school and do what they're doing and then just wait there forever? Yeah. Is mom going to try and contact me? What 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 is the plan? So there's going to be certain situations where you tell them maybe not to go with the, you know, if they hear that it's some crazy situation, an EMP or something, no, you got to start getting home because it's going to be bad or whatever it is. But, um, you know, I think it's really about talking these things through so you know how it's all going to play out and you guys all know what you're going to do. That, for me, that's what the emergency plan is for. Yeah, that's exactly kind of what I said is that the uh, school plan Mm -hmm. is something that you should know yourself. Yes. And then also, like... Like, don't, don't try and go against the grain there. You know, it's Not like, necessarily, no. Kids grown away from that. You don't want to listen to them. Yeah. We know how to survive. Slap your teacher and run. But yeah. I think you do have to give them, like, if things are just chaotic, there's mm-hmm. some issue where there's no organization or something falls yes. apart, you got to be like, okay, well, go to the nearest church there. Yes. And that's where I'm going to plan on picking you up mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and I, I like how she's like, um, but realistically, the only time it's like, ugh, but realistically, the only time yeah. I'm not with my kids. And that's true. Like, most of the time you are with your kids. And yes. They're, and they're, like, you know, up your butt. They're right there right, with you yeah. all the time. But, yeah. like, I think you, I, I'm planning on, like, I've been working to talk to my kids this week about some, like, different strategies to help them um, in case, you know, there are they mm-hmm. are at school and things are chaotic and they're yeah. confused and scared, like, maybe... Like we don't have a church building too far from our house. Yep. Or there's like some some well known friends that are not far from their school. It's like maybe exactly. go to their house and we'll talk to them too. So, yeah, uh, I think you can tell them to go to those places, but realistically, you're going to want to keep with most of the plan of yeah. the school because they 
I mean, they have a lot of detailed planning. But again, there could be a, an issue where maybe that school's plan doesn't work because of something happening at the school or near the school or whatever it is. So like we have, um, they have a grandparent that lives less than a mile from the school. So I'm like, if something's going down and you can't do what they're doing, just go to grandma's house. Right. That's where I'll get you, right? Yeah. If you're not at the school, I know to go to grandma's or you're going to be somewhere in between. Exactly. So. I, Maybe I, it's a teacher virus that just kills teachers. I know, and now that the could kids happen. don't know what to do. Guarantee that's on its way. Yeah, yeah. Um, good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Good question. Paula Joy. Really? Oh no, no, no. Okay. Sorry, Ellen Mauro. <laughs> Mauro. Mauro. Um, I have two teens, and they think that prepping is unnecessary or just plain stupid. Ugh. I roll here. Ugh. How do you get them interested, and what items would you pack in your college-bound teens emergency kit? Um, yeah, so I'm sure, like, kids that age. I don't have teens yet, and I'm probably well, just going to move them to a different house yeah, yeah. when they become teens. Because I'm sure it's not very cool to do that thing. Yeah. So just knowing, like, the things my kids are interested in, like, my son, I guess, he, I mean, he's coming... Close to becoming a teen, yeah. But he's he he does he reads a lot, and so mm-hmm. like I've inter- he uses some survival books, mm-hmm. like how to survive, and like I survived a plane crash, and so yeah, those are he's cool kind of like getting into like he he understands like these scenarios and what people have gone through, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of good movies out there that sure. like teach and and talk about like survival. Yeah, it's Hollywood, and but like even if you're wa- watching The Walking Dead, I think it's a good opportunity to talk about some of the things that are happening on there. It's like, you know, what would you kids do? I think that's a great idea because like watching like Greenland, I watched yeah, it with my yeah. kids. I watched it with my kids and they're just like, dad, well, we've got this, right? If that happened, we have this and we have yeah. this and this is what kids, we do. we got tickets yeah, to yeah, Greenland. But you know what I mean? So that they're at least getting those things. I think movies are great. Mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic because they're entertained you're having fun. And most of the time, families watch movies together anyways. Why not pick one of those once in a while? And then, like Cam said, use it as an opportunity to have that discussion yeah. about that kind of stuff. What's the What's the movie, like one of Tom Holland's first movies with, like about the um, the tsunami over in India? Oh, yeah. I don't know or what Indonesia. it was called. I, I know what you're talking about. Man, that, that was yeah. like one of the most heart-wrenching movies just because it was yeah. super real it's like yeah. this family and they all get separated and somehow luckily they get back together but mm-hmm. that i mean that like ones like that would be really good because they're realistic and they're real events sure. that happen yeah and stuff like that so and for me also with teens and, and especially if they're going away to college and they're going to be driving a lot i think making sure that their um vehicles are prepared yeah because <clears throat> they're going to be doing a lot of driving back and forth hopefully to home you know what i mean and if you can keep those vehicle preps up right. to date at least they've got that yeah you know at least if worse comes to worse they have to drive somewhere their vehicle's kind of ready to roll and yeah and their communication you know? plan exactly yeah. they're only gonna think the cell phone's their plan <laughs> exactly like, there's pay phones no mm-hmm. is there even any pay phones anymore not much <laughs> I we, I, we were watching a show the other day my wife and i and they used a pay phone and i'm like She's like, well, they don't even have those anymore. Where did they get that? <laughs> so payphone? one in Hollywood still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I, I good like question. Yeah, that's a good question. Now we're at Paula. Yeah, Joy. sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Are you familiar with Canadian Prepper and Ben of Suspicious Observers? I'm starting to feel anxious and wonder if I should be. How does one strike a happy balance if you aren't prepared and do have anxiety? <clears throat> so, um. I am familiar with Canadian Prepper. I'm not familiar with Ben of Suspicious Observers. I don't know if you are, Cam. 
I don't know who that is. Do you? I don't. You don't. Okay. Who are you even talking about? Sorry, uh, you were you were works, texting works somebody. Like, yeah. Look at this prior off. Um. Yeah, Ben of suspicious observers. I don't know who that is. I don't um, know who that is either. And I I like kind of was trying to look and didn't find it, and I was like, yeah, I don't yeah. Have time. So I this is hard. I don't I don't ever like to say anything bad about other prepper, um, media types, but um, Canadian prepper, it's pretty tough with him. Um, they. Uh, Honestly, just reading the video titles of his Isn't gets it like me super like gets me um, full on anxiety attacks. But if you look back on it, it those titles have been there for three straight years. Mm-hmm. So obviously, we're all still here. Everything's okay. So <laughs> you have to take those things with a grain of salt. Like it's less information with uh, people like that, more entertainment. I mean, so so are we. But you have to look at their <clears throat> stuff kind of the same way because. The world hasn't ended, and every single one of the video titles is like, the world is ending. Yeah. Tomorrow, this is your last chance to buy stuff. Hurry up and go do it. You know what I mean? Right. So you have to be really, really careful, I think. Yeah. And just, like, little simple things to get prepared. Like, you know, it's like, it gives you anxiety when you're not prepared, and it gives you anxiety to think more about, like, wow, I got to get all of this stuff set up, and and most of those things do put you in that, like, yeah. You need to do all of this right mm-hmm. now, and that and, and that's just like don't don't listen to that crap. Like do the small little things that you can now. As long as you're doing some little things, yeah, you're ahead of most. <laughs> you really are. Yeah, it's crazy how many people just don't even put anything. That aside. is the hard part. I think we've talked about this a million times with prepping. It's like you feel like you want to just do everything. Totally do right now. I do and that you with can't. everything. I know, yeah. I'm like, I want to finish this book tonight. Right That's now. why I like yeah. hate reading because I get so like, I got to finish it. It's like it a task. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, you can't do it that way. You have to sort of do it um, at your own pace. Yeah. You know, or it's going to be overwhelming. Yeah. You'll you'll have way more anxiety about prepping than yeah. you should. But again, be careful. Like I said, with a lot of different <clears throat> prepper, especially on YouTube, they, they're they they're trying to they click baity titles and they... Boy, they'll give you anxiety. There's so careful. many. You yeah, got to be careful. So many of them. That's just how the internet works. Yeah, it's the worst. Aaron Nodel, Canodle, 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 Canodling, Canodle. Um, we all know which disaster the boys are most and least afraid of. What I want to know is what scenario are you most medium worried about? Uh, this was tough. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of was like, how do you? How do you, like, there are certain things about ones that I'm like, ah, kind of medium, but then you think longer into it, you're like, well, that would be horrible. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just mm-hmm. said maybe, like, something like an EMP, but it, but again, like, it goes both ways. But, mm. like, for me, an EMP, I'm like, maybe that's, like, a medium disaster for me, only because as a prepper, mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of a little ahead and, and maybe would survive better. Sure. But the rest of the world would go nuts. Oh, and yeah. then long term, with an EMP, then mm-hmm. it, it hurts all of us, so... I don't know. I just yeah, it's a tough one. Just to kind of throw that out there, I was like, maybe an EMP would be like my middle ground, mm-hmm. just because I feel like we get shut off from certain things. Like short term, we would probably be in a really good scenario here and less stressed out. But sure. Longer, the longer that goes, the the worse it gets. So yeah, I think I disagree with Cam on this one. I feel like an EMP would be a gigantic level disaster. That's just me. Because no, you have no true. vehicles, totally, you have no power. Right. In one year, ninety percent of people are dead. Yeah. For me. Medium disaster. Th- this was a really hard question. I don't know. It was to put hard. A medium disaster. Yeah, it's really hard to. And obviously, he's being cheeky here. He's kind of you know being funny, but yeah. Um, something like some sort of a localized disaster where maybe we have to evacuate. Yeah, that probably fits um, more of a medium. 
It, it, seriously, I thought about this for like ten minutes. I'm Me like, too. What is That's what I was like, medium? I don't know, EMP. What is medium size? So that so I feel like most of us as preppers would be ready to grab a bug out bag and get out of town if we had to. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's funny. I just started. Um, I just sent this to Cam. There's a new. Uh, Netflix you basically documentary. could get away from the disaster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, that th- would be more medium. Th- there's a new Netflix documentary called Meltdown. It's about the Three Mile Island uh, nuclear meltdown. And yeah. It's just funny because there's all these people. I was like, do we need to evacuate all these people? And there, it was really scary. And I'm like, if I was one of those people, I would just be gone. Why are you waiting for them to tell you to evacuate? Yeah. Even if there's a hint of an issue. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm taking the day off. That's I'm heading true. out of town. I'm sorry. If there's a nuclear power plant meltdown yeah. and they're not giving me the full story and you can kind of tell after should a few I hours. bagging groceries today? I don't or? know. Should I keep cutting my lawn? <laughs> yeah. Or um, I could either get super radiated <laughs> or nothing's going to happen. I mean. I know. It's one or the other. It's not how, hell, who knows? I'll just hang out and barbecue some. It's not br- that big of a risk. Bratwurst. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm going for. That was a good question because it was tough. Yeah, that was, was good. It was toughy. Yeah, mine... Was probably definitely more like I was like I don't know EMP <laughs> only because I was like it's not going to be an instant like death threat right to, yeah. you know like a threat to your uh-huh. life and your family's mm-hmm. life and I was like maybe that's a medium one but long term it'd be a freaking nightmare it would be yes well not even that long you know yeah um, Kevin Hill no this is you huh Kevin Hill that's how you say it yeah Kevin Hill. Do you ever worry about your vehicle becoming a bullet magnet during your travels to your bug-out location? In the event of a rapid collapse of society, a lot of desperate people would also be on the roadways, and you're not the only one with firearms and a family to take care of. How does one keep a low profile when all eyes are watching and aware of the situation? When encountering others, do you react or act first when hostility is felt? Oh, uh, yeah. This one I... I thought about too, like how do, how do I answer this question? Mm-hmm. Like, I do worry about being a bullet magnet because yeah. there's a lot of. I'm a, a chick lot of, magnet right now. Yeah, I know that's I mean, a problem. I mean, <laughs> I'm sick of being a magnet for many yeah, reasons. Yeah, chicks, jeez. But the bullet magnet mm. thing, I do worry about. It's like mm. there's going to be some like trigger happy people. Oh yeah, and that's like you know you got a gun, you can do everything with that, mm-hmm. and so yeah, but. I think there's some, I might, I don't know, maybe put a bunch of stickers on the back. I have a family of 15. He's put like all these kids. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that will deter, but I don't know. Like, yeah, it's tough, dude. I don't know how you would actually make yourself less of a target for those type of people. They're yeah. going to shoot or try and stop or, or, yeah. I mean, the only thing I could come up with here if is they even exist, you know, coming down to being as gray man as possible with your vehicle. Because I think, you know, if your vehicle's super flashy, showy, looks like this big off road Escalade uh, with yeah. nice rim, like you're going to look. Yeah. You're going to be like a little suspicious. That guy was For a ready. prepper, they're going to be like, they're not prepared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> even, even if it's something like a Jeep that's all jacked up and it looks like oh, yeah. gas cans all over yeah, the side. Like, oh, man. I'm taking those guys out. So, I guess that would be a way of helping to not become a bullet magnet. Just something that just, just drive 150, your everyday. Yeah, just your everyday looking vehicle. It's going to be less. Yeah, conspicuous. I don't think the pilot is going to be no. like, a, yeah. let's take it down. We're going to take that. Sword. Bring it down. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so I don't know. And then again, just making sure you have a really good bug out plan and a bug out route that takes you off of the main roads as much as possible, because that's where the most people are going to be. Because they haven't thought about this. They True. don't know what the hell they're doing, right? Yeah. Um, but if you've thought about it and you're taking back roads and, and you know exactly where to go and you're there before shit gets super bad, yeah. then you're much better off, right? Yeah. 
We talk about a lot of this stuff. Put a sticker on there. Biohazard sticker, maybe. (laughs) I know. Or a hearse. Drive a hearse. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be taking that. I mean, I don't want that. But, I mean, we talk about a lot of this stuff in Bugging Out, the other podcast. Yeah. Uh, We talk about a lot of these types of things. So, if you haven't listened, go listen. It's good stuff, right? And that, man, it's such a tricky question because it is. You want. You want that bug out vehicle with the gas cans you lined do. up in a trailer, but super hard, man. man. That's the that's the one that's probably mm-hmm. if you're on a main road. Yeah, I would want to loot. That's that the sucker. one you're going for. Yep. Not everything in there. Um, and as for like uh, the the other question, you know, encountering others, do you react or uh, act first with hostility? Mm-hmm. If hostilities felt like most, like I don't think I'll ever act in a hostile manner. Even if I did, I, I mentioned here like rarely would I act first because my wife would be like, no, 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 no. Let him shoot you in the face. I don't want to feel bad about you getting, you know, mean to him. Don't be mean. Let him kill you. It's so true. So yeah, I'm not going to be the one that's going to act with hostility first. No, I think, yeah, I'm going to always err on the side of just getting out of there as much as possible. When you guys talk about that and train that way, it's like, don't be the one to engage. Like it's self-defense, not... It's self not self-offense. Offense. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, you just, when you understand what some people are capable of, you yeah, don't want to have any part of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Kristen Christoffel. <laughs> Christoffel. <laughs> Christoffel. Why do you guys suggest doing, what? No, why? why? Yeah, why she do does you say guys, why, but I think she Why do you what? guys, what do you suggest doing for a tornado and a severe thunderstorm? Mm. What type of things should we have prepped for that type of situation, sincerely, an Oklahoma girl dealing with this currently. Yeah, man. She, man. This she wrote this during a tornado. Here's the thing about this: I I kind of envy these storms because I'm in love with big thunderstorms. Like it <laughs> yeah. is, it yeah. there nothing makes my heart happier than a thunderstorm and dark, cloudy skies. But tornadoes would be pretty shitty. <laughs> so yeah, that that's not very fun. Um, yeah, when you when the storm can kill you, <laughs> it's not as like not the lightnings and thunderstorms can't, yeah. but they're just yeah. not as like man. I'm like standing on my porch, like I'm an idiot oh, out here, but it looks amazing. It's so cool, yeah. But um, a tornado is different. That's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, for me, the a few things that would be super easy to do. I guess if I learned anything from Twister, it's that early um, alerts. Dorothy is Dorothy useful. is yeah. Early alerts are key in these situations. Yeah. So for me, having uh, uh, emergency apps on my phone that are going to alert me the second there's an alert out, yeah, is a huge deal. So I would get several emergency apps. Um, the Red Cross emergency app is awesome. The FEMA apps are great. There's a bunch of weather apps that you can get that that do really good with these types of things. But I think early warning is the biggest thing. So you know, it's coming, right? Yeah. And then also having that emergency radio in your basement or your storm shelter, if you have one and then backup batteries to charge all those devices when the power is out, because it's inevitably going to be out if there's (laughs) a a tornado, it usually doesn't uh, go through that. And then some water because you got to be able to drink something, you know, if you lose water. Yeah. So those are the things. Tornadoes suck it right up. Yeah, it takes all the water. And there's a water cone. Cyclone. That's but I mean, those are super easy things to do right there. Yeah. You take you half hour, you got that done. Yeah, we did one on tornadoes, didn't we? Or were we doing mm, on I don't know. Nose? I don't think so. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. Hell I don't know. <laughs> I don't talk about tornadoes all the time. Yeah. But yeah. It's all like, windy. Like we get some really rare occurrences of tornadoes here in Utah, mm. like even with the mountain range and everything. Yeah. But um, super rare, so yeah. yeah, we specifically don't 
prepare for tornadoes Mm-mm. and thunderstorms were stupid we're outside looking at thunderstorms because yeah. they're great that was one thing i missed like when i moved to oregon i'm like yeah. man i really miss those intense we huh. get we get some crazy ones here it's super cool oh yeah for sure um but tornadoes yeah i, I mean let's say one did happen here you know you're gonna go into your basement uh-huh. don't go under an overpass i guess that's what they'd always said like oh yeah people always do that so no don't do that don't um do that. <laughs> but yeah uh get down in the ditch Oh, yeah. Lay down. <laughs> Lay down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And get in the ditch. Get in the ditch. All but, right. yeah, so, I think you're right on the, the early warning system. Like, you've, yeah. you've got to be paying attention to that stuff. For Don't sure. just ignore your notifications on those times. <laughs> during those times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to be watching those. Best Buy. <laughs> sale today. I don't know. Tornado warning. Like, oh, I forgot to look at that I one. make fun of my wife so much. Love you, dear. But, um, er, like, every other text that she gets is from, like, Etsy or... <laughs> Um, Ulta. they're like direct texts. Yeah, oh, I'm like, who's texting? I uh, just tell me to try and make me buy something, and I'm like, I've never had anybody text me to get me to buy something. What's yeah. going on? And so, like half the time, she just ignores her phone because half of it's just spam. Uh, it's probably not great. I need to text your wife and be like, half off ear cleaning today <laughs> should, at UBH. I'll look at your throat for twenty eight hours. <laughs> Come in today. Come on right now. Um, Bill Fry, he says, what is the scariest situation you found yourself in? I have had to defend my house on two occasions from someone trying to break in. The worst of the two, I had to confront the guy naked with a gun. And to be honest, I don't know if he was more afraid of the gun or the 260 pound tattooed (laughs) naked man. (laughs) Naked gun right there. That is naked gun, ain't it? Yeah. I mean, luckily. First off, Bill, you probably need to move out of that neighborhood. (laughs) Twice. Uh, Yeah. This is just seems like. Uh, too much. Yeah. Too much. Too many people know that you're a prepper or something. <laughs> yeah. Something's going on They're there. They're trying to get your ham radio or something from you. <laughs> Bill Fry. Chicken Nugget. Chicken Nugget. <laughs> chicken Nugget Street. Chicken downtown <laughs> Michigan. Chicken Noodle like Soup every, Lane. Every comment he makes is his yeah. address. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You probably do need to move out of there. Probably. Um, chicken Nuggle. Nuggle. Mm. <laughs> Um, yeah, most of the scenarios that I've been in luckily don't involve hostile people. Oh, thank goodness. But like, I remember like one time, probably one of the scariest things ever was like my family, we were fishing in Idaho out in the middle of like, there's, I mean, just open plain Mm -hmm. and there's a, there's a little river Mm -hmm. and the worst lightning storm I ever remember being in. Oh gosh. And I I can't remember, did I mention it on this podcast? I don't think so. But I remember just sitting there like, my dad's like, all right, get down. We're like, (laughs) we're like laying down. You know, and I have my fishing pole, and I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And it was pouring, then it was, like, hailing. And oh, I'm just like, yeah. I got to pee. I'm just peeing. <laughs> and I remember I just, like, peeing, being like, that feels pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And I was, like, I was in my, um, I don't want to say it was, like, a teen. I've been struck like, soaking, times. soaking wet. And I was, like, oh, screw it. But that, I was, like, I'm going to get struck. That one, and then snowmobiling one time, like, the snowmobile died, and we were on this trail up in the mountains, and I remember, like, we're going to die. Like, it's almost dusk, and we're freeze to death. That's a bad feeling. And you can't run or walk very fast on those trails, because you're, like, sinking. I was, like, we're dead. It is the worst. Those are probably the worst two scenarios I've been in. Yeah, so uh, I got lost elk hunting one time with my grandpa. That was pretty scary. I was probably like, I wasn't, I was maybe 15 or something, maybe 16. And it, it was up in these mountains that we knew really well. I don't know what happened. Obviously, I was 15. I don't remember. But uh, we got lost, and it was 
freaking snowing and it was bad. Was up in the Uinta? Yeah, yeah, it was up near oh, yeah. the lodge, but it's like we, the it worst. just it all looked so similar, Scariest right? Freaking and, terrain. And so it was like we were walking and walking, and finally, I think it was about Bigfoot like Bigfoot gave you a uh, <laughs> yeah. piggyback. A little, Roll that way. <laughs> Tell us which way to go. Roll that way. Roll that way. No, but uh, we finally found the, the dirt road, but it was like maybe 11 o'clock at night by this point. And then my grandpa's like, oh, we can't just hang out here. We're going to die. So we were jogging. We just jogged <laughs> for like an hour. And finally, my dad showed up on horseback and found us. And anyways, that was pretty scary. Your dad um, did? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dave's here. <laughs> Daddy's home. Come on, boys. It's this way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I lived through it, so that was great. Um, about got eaten by Bigfoot one time with Cameron. Yeah, that, yeah. that was pretty scary. That was scary that night. That was pretty scary. Oof. Yeah, that's right. So if you haven't seen the Bigfoot film, you'll see that at the end. One time when I was about uh 12 years old, again with my grandpa, I think he's almost killed me like 15 times. <laughs> um, something tells something me <laughs> your grandpa was trying to get yeah. you lost, and I lived. Take that, grandpa. <laughs> I made through it. Um, but he has a lodge, he had a lodge up in the mountains in the middle of nowhere. And we had to go up a few times a winter to go shovel off the snow off the, the just the time he had to walk back. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I've told this story. He did. Here. Yeah. And that sounds horrible. So he had, <laughs> again, a snowmobile broke down and we were about a mile from the lodge and about four miles back to the truck. So he had to go back to the truck <laughs> That's right. and he sent me and my half uncle, 12 year olds and 13 year olds to the lodge. And we had to trek in there for about, you know, a mile. And we stayed there overnight by ourselves. And yeah. I, I was so scared. That was one of the scariest things ever. You were how old? 12. Cow. 12 years old. Man, like hearing those stories of like the scouts where they're like, go back to the lodge. You're wet. Like the yeah. one that here in Utah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he disappeared. They've never found him. I know. And it's like, and it was way easier than what you were in. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And my grandma said, you guys will be fine. Just head to the lodge, start a fire. <laughs> yeah. There's probably something to eat in the kitchen. Like, we didn't leave food there. <laughs> Luckily, we did find some baked beans in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a song. Baked <laughs> beans in the kitchen? <laughs> Doesn't it sound like a song? I ain't baked beans in the kitchen, animal. <laughs> Gonna die on a mountain tonight with a belly full of baked if beans. You, if you shave some of the bark off, you can eat the sap, kids. <laughs> we'll, I'll be back before sundown. Just think of it as a sleepover. <laughs> you guys go have a sleepover. I'm heading back down the mountain. Uh, Good the times. next week, let's go elk hunting. I know, seriously. No, Grandpa, I'm done. Grandpa, I don't like almost dying. Yeah. Maybe yeah. the other like light scariest scenario was my U-Haul crap my pants. Oh yeah, that was scary. That is not a fun time. Getting it, <laughs> crap I my get pants. Sweaty. I get sweaty just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Those events are probably some of the scariest when you know <laughs> yeah. you're either going to crap your pants or mm-hmm. get in a car accident. You're going to risk. Either way, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Um, Chris Hartwig. Hartwig. What was the thing that drove each of you to start prepping besides a love of the podcast or post-apocalyptic movies <laughs> besides a love of the podcast <laughs> and games? The podcast is my favorite show by far. Thanks for all you do, guys. Aww. Man, thank you, Chris. Yeah. Seriously, though, like for listening. Harwig. Getting through all these. Yeah, Harwig. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. yeah. I think what drove us to prepping is like realizing working in the real world that there's a lot of morons oh like for a lot sure. of idiots mm. and i'm just like i need my family to be prepared against yeah. idiots for sure and not be one of the idiots yeah so, when and just having the family like when when it like sinks in it's like 
I got to take care of these families. People. Yep. Holy fudge. What do <laughs> I do? Yeah. It's not just me being a bad yeah. A trying to lone wolf and probably die out yeah. in the forest. I can't risk that. No. So. Yes. Yeah, just family. Yeah. Man, that's it. Yes. Answered. Jerry Schweigert. Um, ah, Schweigert. Schweigert. Um, where to store your preps when you have a house in the burbs, but have no garage, basement, or temperature controlled shed? <laughs> this one, that's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How do you so. store food when you don't have a house, garage, car, legs? You don't have... Like, <laughs> I ain't got no money, ain't got a place to live. I don't want friends. Figure it out, boys. <laughs> Figure it out. Jerry Schweiger signing off. In jail, currently. <laughs> Where do I store food? Lost in the woods. How do I find my Last house? text, battery's almost dead. <laughs> Hope these guys can figure it out. <laughs> I'll never hear about it. <laughs> Thought it'd be worth worthwhile. <laughs> this is my one call. I'm in jail. <laughs> they said could I got you, one honey, call. <laughs> honey, could you go get on Instagram? Yeah, and and ask the podcast this. Transcribe this for me, dear. <laughs> word for word, where <laughs> to store? So, um, I I mean, we've talked about small spaces and where to store in those like mm. really limited, uh, sized homes or apartments or whatever. Yeah, freezer and fridge. Those are important because you're most likely going to have a fridge i think and a freezer mm-hmm. utilize so. that space as best you can yeah stock up that freezer um pantry you got to organize it real well so you can put your stuff in there under beds uh in closets use your car as an additional storage space mm-hmm. crawl space maybe some of those apartments i've been in where you can kind of get under there got to seal it up well so badgers don't get it damn badgers <laughs> Skunks, those skunks and badgers get it every dang time. Yeah, wolverines in there. <laughs> Your meerkats living that seems, down there. That seems such an extreme name for an animal. I know wolverine. Well, it's not a dog, and looks kind of bigger scary, than a badger. Yeah. yeah, that's a wolverine. Hell yeah, that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I want a pet? I want one of those. Yeah, they are weird, pretty vicious little animals. Yeah, man. Um, but anyway, uh, there's some spaces for you. Yeah. Good uh, luck, Jerry, with an E. <laughs> Schwagert. Um, Maybe right. it's Jer. Jer. Maybe it's Jerry. It could be. Could be. Brian France. Good. Where the naked ladies <laughs> dance. <laughs> Do you guys carry different preps than your wife's in your bug out bag, or is it all the same type stuff? Um. Yeah, I mean, her bag's pretty much the exact same type of gear. I mean, she doesn't have the same clothing that i have in there obviously it's her clothes um but (laughs) you know (laughs) it's just honey you're wearing off the grid surplus yeah uh you have no choice yeah just men's 10 (laughs) shoes deal with it we're bugging out you're wearing my old boots because i feel like they're good yeah be a little baggy on you but it's good it's all gonna be fine I read this as, do you guys carry different preps than your wife in your bug out bag? And I was like, yeah, I don't carry my wife in my bug out yeah, bag. Maybe hop in there. We're heading big now. Old, like, it's got big old like arm rest. I, I got stuff. a chest rig for her, like the baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, I carry use them. that sometime for <laughs> not just bugging out. Yeah. Bugging in. Friday evenings. At the house. <laughs> yeah, just come out naked with that on. I got a backpack on. You ready to get weird, babe? <laughs> I got I got a chest rig. practice bugging in. <laughs> I'm about to bug in hard. 
<laughs> so, few, few unfollowed just now. Adios, muchachos. <laughs> I'm going to design that. Somebody right now is like, I'm going to design one of those. Copyright this. Um, yeah, like, other than tampons and makeup and she doesn't carry bras that in and hers. stuff like on, that I don't carry. Yeah, right. Like, it's going to be pretty much the same. A lot of the same stuff. You don't carry makeup in yours? Well, tampons, a little bit. I got face paint. (laughs) Right? A little face paint. I made that comment once, and I got in trouble. Did you? Like, I, like, referred to it as face paint, (laughs) and I got... uh, She didn't like that? It wasn't a nice comment. (laughs) It wasn't. Just one that you're, like, spit off thinking it's funny, and you're like, that was super... That didn't work out well. her face revealed how offensive (laughs) that was. A long time ago. That's Um... We we resolved it through therapy. It's all and good, all yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's going to be a lot of the same stuff. Full show. I need to. I need to actually work on her bag a little bit better. Yeah, work on the old bag. Kind <laughs> 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 of work on that bag. <laughs> the bag that. itself. Yeah. Um, Nate Baker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a wife, two kids, two large dogs, five cats. Ten chickens, a car, a truck, a camper van, ten thousand in the bank. I work at Smith's. I go to. I love all these details. Got a mole that's looking a little weird on my back. (laughs) But he's like, I know this is good. What's my bug out strategy? I'm gonna give you all this stuff. Can you give me a plan by tonight? Yeah. So uh, write it a PDF is what I want. Yeah. We should open a new thing. It's just like. Submit all of your details. Mm. We'll come up with a specific specific plan plan. for you. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff, bro. Yeah. Yeah, freaking ton of animals. Yeah. Kids. You probably cut down on the chickens. You don't need 10. Didn't you say three was like more than enough? Yeah, that was plenty for me. (laughs) Um, You can keep the wife and kids. Yeah. Probably let the cats go free. (sighs) They're not going to be any good for you. Save the dogs for protection. Yeah. I'd start there. For me, I'm just open all those gates. Let everything out in the neighborhood. (laughs) For one thing. Just unleash hell on into suburbia, and then you're going to confuse the neighbors. That's They're going to know what's going on. That's true. Is it a chicken? Is it a kid? What is it? And then you can grab all your- their, If you just fence kids. the perimeter and let all this run around, oh, no one's messing with you. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's going on. Chickens and cats. Freaking carnival over there. <laughs> yeah, so- um, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want us to say. <laughs> Go listen to all the other podcasts yeah, about how to I ain't got time to strategize. answer this question. I shouldn't even put it on here. Um, <laughs> I don't got time. I'm Tina Montgomery. Montgomery Gentry. Yeah. Well, just Montgomery now. What are some ideas for scaring off and preventing looters, a.k.a. the desperate and unprepared, from entering your property during an SHTF, both reasonable and off the wall? Okay. Okay. Yeah. You want me to go? You want to go? Um, I'm... So I'm going to put this one out there because I really think this would scare away a lot of people. Okay. Put like a big religious symbol yes. like out on your lawn and be uh-huh. like, come pray with us. Yeah. Everyone welcome. That's true. No one's coming. That's, I said the same thing. Have a you couple, might get some weirdos. Have a couple of missionaries on your porch <laughs> just sitting there. It's just something that people don't want to deal with You right don't even want to like make eye contact no. with them. And I'm saying missionaries from any faith. Yeah. It don't matter. Yeah. I, I've, I've had many of them at my house before. Yeah. Dropping off their literature. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> yep. Weird. Just have people out front with like, like, uh, security system, like carrying yeah. a, a clipboard. Where are you going to get these people? Uh, I don't know. What? Where are you going to get these people? 
Oh, they're looking for jobs. Oh, everybody's looking for somewhere to work right now. Uh, you know, put a bunch of ADT signs, mm-hmm. NRA stickers all over your uh, yeah. windows and stuff like that. Don't tread on me flag out front. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, I probably wouldn't mess with those. I put, I said, you know, put a sign on your lawn that says, like, I'm vegan. <laughs> because, like, they know you got shitty food in there. Yeah. They don't want to eat that <laughs> tofu true. garbage. That's true, huh? You know? Put some, like, I said some extremes. Maybe, like, have your kids build some, like, body shapes out of, like, like towels and stuff. Yeah. Put it in the garbage bag. Lay it out on your porch. Yeah. It's like, that's a body. There's a body I ain't going on. in there. Heck no. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of different ways. Like that biohazard stuff, you know, always classic. Yeah. Just take, yeah, paste that on mm-hmm. some stuff. Oh, show. That's cool. I like but, that. But, Cam, I got to tell you, we live in a mad, mad world, and it's in constant change, constantly. There's no time like today to prepare for the uncertainties of tomorrow, and nothing prepares you for what's to come like proper nutrition, whether you're adventuring, exploring, passing down traditions, or simply being smart and keeping your priorities and plans in order. It's all the same, and this is why we would like to introduce Nutrient Survival, top-shelf, delicious, special ops-grade nutrition designed to the nutritional standards of the U.S. military but intended for people like us. Made with real ingredients, it's actually food. It's made in America to keep Americans healthy, strong, and alert. Perfect for today and ready for anything ahead. From hearty, delicious entrees and nutrient-dense snacks to immunity-boosting drinks and strength-building shakes, each with 40 essential nutrients. You guys, this is what sets these guys apart, is the freaking nutritional value in this stuff. It's available in handy singles, daily-use pantry packs, durable cans, and 3-90 to day survival kits. It's preparedness through nutrition. This isn't your cheap, empty calorie, bland food storage. This stuff actually has nutritional value, and it tastes good. And that's that's a good thing. You want it to taste good. Head over to NutrientSurvival.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. You're going to get 10% off your order, and I couldn't recommend them enough. I've done some very thorough investigating in, and um, putting one up against the other. Mountain House, nu- Nutrient Survival, uh, Wise too. Foods, Nutrient Survival. Nutrient Survival beats them every time as far as nutrition goes. So They just it. have so many options. They do. And like... Anybody could freeze, you know, freeze dry a bunch yeah. of crap, mm-hmm. and it's just—it's not going to give you that no vitamin mineral that you need. It's real food. It's it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Great. Double underscore AV. Which AV 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 AV? That oh, <laughs> double AV. Right. Sorry, you wrote your name wrong. <laughs> yeah. Which do you guys prefer for an EDC bag, a backpack or a sling pack, and then why? Thanks. Love the show. Oh, thanks, AVAV. I'm a backpack. Yeah, me too. Take it. I use it every day to and from work. Sling pack bags, are, they're fairly comfortable, but hey, you bust that strap, you're done. You're done, Backpack, son. break that strap, Yeah, maybe have a sling pack. And, like, the, there's obviously different kinds of sling packs. There's the smaller ones and the bigger ones. The smaller ones, there's, there's just not enough room for me. Yeah. Um, and, and support, like back support too. Yeah. Like you're not, the sling pack isn't going to no. give you that same. And I always feel like an idiot trying to put comfort. it on. Am I putting it on the right way or the <laughs> wrong way? Yeah. Like I don't need that kind of negativity yeah. in my life. I know how to put on a backpack. Yeah. Okay. The other thing I hate about sling packs, because I used one for a while, was like mm. when you get out of the car and you just throw it over your shoulder. Yeah. Like just it's holding awkward. it on the, it doesn't, it doesn't sit. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, it's sitting in the road right now. Yeah. Couldn't figure it out. Just left it there. But that's why mm-hmm. like. Because everyday use, you're going to be using yeah. that just for whatever. And the sling pack, it just isn't as convenient. I agree. But right they have some cool you. ones. Sheldon underscore Lehman. Are the new 
electric F-150 worth it? I think they're pretty cool. I, I would like one, cool. but as a survivalist, bugging out, yeah, you know, in, uh, apocalyptic scenario, you're mm-hmm. gonna hate it. Electric. Yeah, I don't. I can't. I mean, you know, fuel in that scenario is gonna be hard to come by too. It's just like electricity, but yeah. it, I think fuel is gonna be easier. You're not gonna to be store. siphoning battery power no. from a car <laughs> unless we figure out how to do that. I don't know. It's <laughs> That's probably true. possible. I think it'd be rad as like an everyday driver if you live. Oh, I'd love one. You know, close to where you work. And the generator features I'd be all about like powering yeah. your house. You can power your like house that. for three days on that thing, which is insane, which is yeah. really cool. So I think it depends. If on, you want one and you're planning on getting one, get one. Get one, man. It's freaking Don't cool. let nobody tell you nothing about yeah. it. Just get it. Just be aware that you're yeah. risking a little bit, not being able to. Thing is, we're all going to die soon. <laughs> right. Get what you want. Whether it be apocalyptic yeah. or natural. If you want that electric F-150, get it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, don't it's let it cool. tell you nothing. Um, your turn. Pain machine. Oh. 1312. Pain machine. <laughs> Welcome to the pain machine. <laughs> if you had to pick between these two superpowers, <laughs> what would you pick? The ability to turn clothing textiles into cooked spaghetti noodles mm-hmm. or the ability to rapidly grow others' hair on command. Oh, it's others' hair. This is weird. I couldn't understand. I didn't yes. really interpret that very well. I didn't read that The world well will depend on you. This was a great question. So the ability to rapidly grow other other others hair, hair, or others hair, hair on others. That's what I kind of figured it meant. I didn't. I I didn't. Necessarily. If I could grow my own hair like yeah. crazy, you could do some cool stuff. With that. Oh, you definitely could build rope all day long. Yeah. <laughs> well, just think about the situations where it gets really cold. Boom. <laughs> yeah. I'm not cold no more. Yeah, you'd be like everybody be taking pictures thinking you're Sasquatch. Yeah, but you're not. No, you just got superpowers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, but really what it but comes hair down has to. so many uses. It really does. You make all kinds of stuff out of hair. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it's grossing me out right now. I don't like hair at all. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like <laughs> it grosses me out. Such a like cool, like amazing thing that your body produces. Yeah. But super freaking gross. Oh, if I get, if I see a hair in a and, hamburger, I'm like, and I'm done. You're like, it's not the color of my hair. I'm sick. <laughs> Even if it's the color of my hair, I or don't it's want... all springy, coily, like mm, you know. Bad. I know. <laughs> Short and curly. The pubers. Short and curlies is not good. You know? <laughs> curly fries, great. <laughs> curly curly hair, hair, disgusting. No bueno. Uh-uh. But think about this, though. The, the whole turning clothing into cooked spaghetti. Yeah. You go through an apocalypse of some sort. It All you got to do is find a rag. Yeah. And you're eating Italian. <laughs> right? Sure. I mean. Hey, maybe you don't use that Molotov. Yeah. Pull it out. Instant spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I think you got to go that way. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, you could- I have 4,000 pounds of spaghetti in my house right now. Do you? If I could change all of it into- <laughs> yeah. You got so many blankets. I mean, oh think my- how much spaghetti that would be. <laughs> Seriously. You know what I mean? We're moving into summer. Let's turn it into spaghetti. Well, you just got to like, the the hard part is just straight up spaghetti. Yeah. You got to have the sauce. Sauce. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, does it come with the sauce? I don't think so. Like, I think it's just transforms noodles. transforms into both? It's just noodles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't very specific. No. Maybe like underwear turns into sauce or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think I, I did. I, I leaned more towards like the hair ability. Whether yeah, sure. it be hair for yourself or mm. others. Because you really screw some people up. Oh, yeah. Like, you want to come at me? Boom. You can't see anything. Boom. Now you got your like eyebrows six feet are of now touching your knees. <laughs> You just grab those eyebrows and do whatever you want with them. It's like, like handles. a bull ring. Come on, boy. Wrap that shit around their neck. 
It's like call the eyebrow choke. <laughs> <laughs> Tap out now. Tap out. Oh, man. Because, yeah, you could really, you're holding prisoners or anything, you know? Yeah, if you just, you know, suddenly just like, boom, their pubes are like six feet long. <laughs> <laughs> you're like busting out their pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty fun. You'd be so awkward. You could yeah. walk. So the spaghetti thing would probably be you know, the wiser of the yeah. two, but I'd have a lot of fun with that. Think hair. about your toe hairs, 10 feet long. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Your ear hair. Like, hair. You can't hear them now. Boom. Yeah. Knuckle you're be, hair. You're going to be so. <laughs> Seriously. You, you got like a permed knuckle hair now. You could grow everywhere. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Yeah, you like that? Boom. That mole is now. Oh, your, your nose hair. Oh, my God. You choke yourself. <laughs> Couldn't breathe. Right? <laughs> Look at that mustache nose hair. <laughs> but man, no, as a survivalist, you could use it. Oh, yeah. You know, build shelters. Oh, it's so gross. Make blankets. It's grossing me out. <laughs> I don't like it. And just wearing the hair like a hair shirt. <laughs> These bibs are made of hair. Yeah. I've Pretty seen cool. guys like that that have hair shirts. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I got hair, but not that much. No. Man. Oh, man. All right. Um, tone them out. <laughs> That was gross. That was gross. What items would you recommend to carry on your person when going somewhere where traditional EDC items like knives, etc., are not allowed, such as airports or theme parks? Yeah. What would you carry on you when you can't carry anything? <laughs> that's the question. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. That's tricky. I mean, some of the things that I, I know will go through, like TSA, well, most likely, anything can be confiscated. You have a gum wrapper, and they're like, that's a bomb. We're taking it. Um, yeah. Like the tactic key, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it gives mm-hmm. you an ability to use your key defensively or, I mean, even as a tool because you can hold it a lot better. And, yeah. Uh, the utility key, that's one of my favorite things. Oh, yeah. It just looks like a key, but it folds open. It's got a little tiny yeah. screwdriver knife on there. Pretty cool. Would that go through security? I think the key will because it's only like two inches long. That's what she but said. Anyways. Um and your smarts and gray man tactics. That's right. I go I always go with the tactical pen. Yeah, that's true. Because you can write stuff and then you can also beat people up. And it almost never raises an eyebrow. Like it's a, it's a pen. That's two mentions of eyebrows. Yeah, one episode. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> also skills. Carry your skills. Yeah, exactly. Right? You gotta you take all those time. away. You can't take that away. Guess what? You can't take those skills on that plane. <laughs> I'll leave them at home. I see here that you have I get, these you, particular skills. You got to check those. <laughs> check those skills. Skilled, go in the back. <laughs> yeah, we don't want you up front. Right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Nathan, Nathan Tory, Nathan Tory. Yeah, you got it. It looks like it needs another H or something in there. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Tory. This looks pretty good, but it needs another H. Yeah. Spell What's an effective yet simple prep that people are sleeping on? Like literally? Like mm. a foam pad? A mattress? Mattress. <laughs> a couple blankets. I don't know. The ground? Yeah. Straw? Yeah. I don't know. But I, I think physical fitness and endurance is, is a huge one that people don't put in the forefront of their like prepping plan. Yeah. That's true. It's really tough. I fall into that. Like I don't do enough physical fitness <laughs> that I feel confident in like... My family, we got to book it across this field. I'll probably die. <laughs> it's a hard one. It's one of the hardest ones. Yeah. It really is. That's one of the, I came, the two of them was fitness and finance. Oh, yeah, finance. That's another one that people kind of sleep on. It's just neither of them are very sexy. I mean, you're going to be more sexy if you get into fitness. Yeah. So you got that going for you. If you're fit you. and have a lot of finances. Gosh dang, <laughs> you are looking good. Man, yeah. I'll be all over you. Yeah, unless you got the eyebrow hair just 10 feet long. 
pube bulging out yeah. your pants. <laughs> like a 70s porn. <laughs> no good. No good. That trail goes down to a mattress. <laughs> Sleeping on it. Bristle pads. You can clean plates and stuff. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I am not eating off any plate that's been cleaned by hair. <laughs> Seriously. If there's hair anywhere near it, I'm not eating for a week, probably. Yeah, no. <laughs> Bristle pad. These plates are uh, super clean. You bet they are. <laughs> you bet they are, buddy. I make my own bristle pads. <laughs> that SOS pad came from my chest hair, mm. buddy. A doctor. Bristle pad even a thing? I don't know where hecubus. I got that, but anyway. Hecubus. Hecubus. Doctor Hecubus. The Hecubus, the Incubus, yeah. the Succubus. Yeah. Uh, at some point, you're going to have to eat your neighbor's. Is that a statement? Um, what <laughs> condiments do you use to block? Fact. Fact. You're going to eat your neighbor. I've been planning. That's part of my plan the whole time. Yeah. What condiments do you use to block your mind from knowing it's human? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I figured you would put that on <laughs> Yeah, there. Cholula, man. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know. You can put it on anything. Oh, man, seriously. there's a lot that I think would taste, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to eating yeah. a human. That's the sure. loin of a human goes great with <laughs> but Cholula. Frank Frank's Red Hot okay. seems to be potent enough to cover a lot of flavors. Sure. A one. Well, I mean, I could probably eat anything with a one on it, like hair. I, probably hair spaghetti. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, that that stopped about there. Yeah. Okay, I won't say everything. Man, <laughs> oh, wow. I just can't. <laughs> like, get in my mouth right now. I can feel yeah, it. I can feel it. Um, man, that's such a gross sensation. Ugh. And you, you know pull it out it's super long and you're like, like, it's down not your mine. Throat. It's down your throat and you can feel it coming out your throat. Have you ever had that happen? Oh, that yeah. is like yeah. the worst feeling probably on you're the like, planet. Oh, I have a tiny one of my hairs. <laughs> you can it's feel tied, it coming like wrapped out. around your uvula. Oh, gosh. Oh, that man. one came straight out of my small intestines. <laughs> like, whoa. Either it's growing on some funky tumor in your throat, yeah. or you swallowed some air. Wrapped up in your vocal cords <laughs> on the way up. Uh, that's where were we? I don't know. I'm uh, just confused. Bleh. Um, the jalapeno Tabasco. Okay, I love that one. The green one. That's a green one. It's like huh? pure vinegar. That's good stuff. Soy sauce. Well, I hate soy sauce. Tons I don't like of, it. Tons of salt. Salt's great. Dehydrator. You could turn anything into jerky. Maybe muscle mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Neighbor jerky. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, this is Tom's jerky. Because this is Tom. <laughs> this is Tom. <laughs> it's delicious. I marinated it in hair <laughs> for a week. I shaved all the hair off the parts that we didn't want in our mouth. <laughs> I left a little bit on the thigh. <laughs> That's the best. That's the best hair. The little. <laughs> I tell you, you, throw that on the barbecue grill, yeah. that burnt hair flavor mm. gets you a little bit of something. It's <laughs> like, you know, like a mesquite flavorish <laughs> type thing. <laughs> Tastes like Irish Spring. It's good. Yeah, oh, okay. it's I like I like Irish Spring. <laughs> you don't uh, now. Nope. I used to. Georgina Murray too. Okay. All right. Also, where do I buy CP T-shirts? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you got to watch the socials because we do limited runs. Yeah. We don't just let the T-shirts get sold whenever they want. <laughs> Yeah. That would be too economical for us. We just do limited <laughs> runs. Um, so we're probably going to have another one in June, I believe. I was going to say, when we got to be coming in up June. on one, huh? <laughs> yeah, in June. So get ready for that. It's probably going to be good. Yeah. I don't know. Don't Keep an look. eye out. Keep an eye out on For sure. Yep. Uh, Schmick Cottage. Schmick. Welcome to the Schmick Cottage. Have a seat. 
<laughs> Lay down on our hair mattress. <laughs> you like the cushions on that bench? Yeah. That's hair. Armpit hair. That's our kid's hair. <laughs> Been saving it for a while. <laughs> this is nice. Hmm. Like come through like Springy. a <laughs> like a bead curtain. It's just hair. hair. Oh my gosh, this is like my nightmare. Seriously, it's like my nightmare. <laughs> it's super gross. Oh. Is that hair? Because I'm not coming in. <laughs> Burning this place to the ground, by the Welcome. way. Welcome. <laughs> Just like spreading their yeah. hair from. <laughs> Hi. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Just like their hair dipping in like your spaghetti <laughs> yeah. stuff. Here you go. What's in the cellar, Air Clopec? <laughs> um, okay, Schmidt Cottage. Yeah. Yes, my question is why. Yes. <laughs> My question is why yes. did I have to why learn did about you put yes on there? I don't know. That's yes. Funny. Yes. Um, thank you. <laughs> My question is why did I have to learn about dinosaur land in Vernal from an ad on the History Channel instead of my favorite from my favorite Utah? That's funny. I wonder if it's an ad that I actually made. I wonder what the ad is. It probably like. is. Probably huh? is an ad that I made. But uh yeah. We, we keep live in the best land. info to <laughs> ourselves. We don't want no more people here. No. It's a problem. Yeah. Everybody wants to live around dinosaurs. Yeah. Search for dinosaur bones. Mm -hmm. We don't have the room for you. All these amateur archaeologists constantly coming over here trying to dig up our bones. Anthro. Anthropomorphized <laughs> ologists. Yeah. Watch your mouth. I got <laughs> chewed out once before. Did you? Archaeologists. No, yeah. I'm an anthropologist. <laughs> I'm an anthropedologist. <laughs> I'm a pediatologist. <laughs> I just look at feet bones. I'm a pediatrologist. Yeah. Look at my ear, nose, throatologist. Camp uh, anthropologist. What you... is it? It's not pathologist. <laughs> Anthro. He's a very respected pathologist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm mixing medicine with like history and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Cam. Dinosaur searchers. Did you know? That the spring flannels are on sale at Off the Grid Surplus? Yeah. You did? I did. I did got an email. Oh. I was looking at them. Haven't pulled the trigger yet. They are deliciously sexy. <laughs> None of it's made from hair. Zero hair in their flannels. They have a zippered <laughs> chest pocket. They got a pin pocket. And they got a large rear stash pocket. Those oh, things are cool. yeah. Yeah, we both got some flannels and we both love them. Yeah. Right? They're on sale right now. And if you use our code Casual Preppers 15, an extra 15% off, my friend. I, an extra 15% off? Yes. Yes. Extra 15% off. You get off. five charms with it, too. <laughs> Lucky charms. Um, yeah. So go to Off Grid Surplus. Word of the wise huh? be careful when you wash your flannels. Oh, really? Mine shrunk quite a bit. Oh, mine was perfect. I still wear it. Mine shrunk perfectly for me. Well. Good for you. I, but I'm a skinny sucker, <laughs> so I need stuff to shrink. I'm a fat sucker. No, you ain't fat. Come on. <laughs> Come on, boy. Come on, boy. You me. ain't fat. Um, I hate when people say, they're like, I'm fat, and they are, and you're like, Rrr. yep. Sorry. <laughs> what do you want to say? Yeah. I, what do you want me to you say? You want me to say you're skinny? Because you're not. Are you fishing for compliments? Or are you <laughs> yeah. testing me? What's going on? It happens on? all the time, and I'm like, oh, yeah. nah. <laughs> Let me look at your ear. Yeah. Um, Angelo, you got great ears. Let me tell you that. <laughs> don't don't talk clean about as a yourself that way. Yeah. You got good hair, <laughs> yeah. and your ears are fine. Yeah, per sparkling personality, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Angelo Amador Junior. Uh, who would you rather hang out with for a day of adventure? The Frog Brothers or the the Frog Brothers or the Goonies? Mm. That man, I. 
I'll have to say it's probably one of my favorite questions. Yes, and this is such a, a this good is a one. Tough one. Super tough. I put I even typed in Goonies and mm. then I'm like, what? Yeah. I kind of went back to the Frog Brothers. Yeah. Here's the thing. The Frog Brothers, I don't know. It de- if there's any vampires, you're safe. Yeah. Those dudes know everything there is to know about a vampire. Yeah. Um, they got the best one liners. I mean, <laughs> yeah, ever. That's true. Um, just I don't know. I, I know. Just, I love them. I had to go a little bit more with them. Yeah. They're just a little more exciting for boys. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> and that movie is yeah. borderline. But um, like, just it's more what. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I know. It's like the fun things that boys would do at that age. Like killing vampires. Yeah. Like you just, like yeah. you're totally Plus, into that, like surviving stuff. I just like the movie. Goonies better. are explorers. Goonies are great. And I would be a Goonie any day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I look. This is a great question. Goonies all day long. But here's the thing. The Lost Boys, I, I have to rate it above Goonies because I just, it's again, it's horror. Yeah, it, that's true. It's, it's horror and it's that like comedy horror from the 80s is just magical yeah. it's magical it makes my heart sing <laughs> and so that's why i gotta go with the frog brothers yeah plus i mean you get you get Corey feldman either way yeah he's a goonie and he's a frog brother that's true so either way the thing oh, that but goonies well they didn't end up rich so kind of with well, those jewels yeah uh, they got their house back man i don't know that's tough but i i'm i am leaning more towards the frog brothers me too all right ryan the man hannah I suffer from motion sickness, which can often lead to vertigo with no warning. If an evacuation scenario occurs, I'd like to be prepared for travel. Aside from OTC meds like Dramamine and Meclizine, I keep Zofran and Scopolamine. I saw you should have read this. Patches in my <laughs> travel kit. What sort of meds do you recommend for preventing and relieving vertigo? Man, vertigo. So to be completely honest with you, any provider that sees that symptom on their schedule, they're like, oh, shit. Because uh, yeah. it's hard, super mm-hmm. hard. Is it vestibular? Is it cardiac? Is it like, there's mm-hmm. so many different aspects of why you have vertigo. Yeah. And so that makes it super hard to treat. So um, some of the things, I mean, just to prevent the symptoms of vertigo, like, yeah, you, you mentioned meclizine, dramamine. They, they, they slow things down, but they slow also like you down. <laughs> like uh-huh. you're tired, you're drowsy, you're groggy. Like they suck for that. So combating like the nausea and stuff is probably the best thing you can do with um anti-nausea medicine zofran's not which is kind of funny a lot of people use it for motion sickness and Mm -hmm. and it actually isn't supposed to work isn't made to work that way but Hmm. that's a good one doesn't make you drowsy doesn't affect you but it's a good one only because it's super like it's good for everything there's like no symptoms you don't have any side effects from it zofran's the best but um what's funny my dad will take it before he plays virtual reality with my Uh, nephew and he does fine with it yeah oh really but it's not approved for that it's not Mm. used that way skopal i mean have you ever used that one i don't know what it is so it goes a patch behind your ear oh yes i I, like on a cruise i think yeah it one time it kind of messes with your vision and and but man that's tough like Vertigo is a really hard thing to deal mm. with and to like counter. Basically, you're treating symptoms, not fixing the actual problem. So, yeah. I don't have like, like ginger's a good like tummy upset medicine, yeah. like natural thing that you can do. Um, but there isn't a lot of good answers for this one. So, sorry. Sorry, buddy. That vertigo is a life Well, ginger ale, you're fine. <laughs> Put some bad Coca-Cola on Coca-Cola swallowed your daddy's chaw. <laughs> swallowed your daddy's chaw, didn't you? <laughs> Yes. 
One thing I can't stand about Santa Carla. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's the same guy. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. A very curious Catherine. She very curious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You say that your minivan or family car will most likely be your bug out vehicle. What modifications would you add to your minivan to make it an effective bug out or get home vehicle? Asking as a new, slightly proud minivan owner. You know what? Pe- people, you know, they harp on those minivans, but once you've had one, I've heard that they're awesome. Yeah. They really are. I did. I don't want to get one because I don't like the look of them, but yep. I've heard they're so nice. They are so convenient. If you have kids, they're, they're great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I would suggest is um, making sure it runs decently. Yeah. Get your maintenance done. Um, tire selection. Yeah. Don't don't overlook quality tires. Yeah. Don't buy the cheapos and don't ask in the back if they have some slightly bald ones that mm-hmm. are okay to drive on. Yeah. Um, I always wondered about the like s- certain things about vans like the sliding door that's powered that might be an inconvenience Could for be. certain scenarios i don't know maybe can you disable those i don't know just cut some wires and i'm stuff. sure you could and then you want to make sure it has like maybe put the pilot seats pivot gunners you know, get like a turret that. gunner yeah open the sliding door yeah that's pretty cool shoots goldfish but other than that just stock it up like there's always these little empty spots they mm-hmm. pop off the plastic, stuff some water and stuff down in there. Yeah, I think go back to the video that we did recently. It's on. Oh, you can't do that. TikTok. Have a trailer. TikTok and um, I think it's on Instagram too. Yeah. And Cam kind of made fun of me in one of them. But I did. But there's a lot. But I of, made fun of the people who are making yeah. fun of you. Yeah, but there's a lot of items there you can start looking at. I think the biggest thing is just getting the right gear. Yeah. In in the car in the minivan. So I think that's a great way to start. Yeah. Amen. How about Twisted Girl? Yeah, twisted. Hey, twisted girl. Um, if schools have to go on lockdown or evacuate to another location, what are some ideas for having the kids prepared until I can get to them? And this kind of goes back to that first it's question. Kind of the same one, yeah. And so my my answer to this is the emergency plan. This is a great thing to do so that at least when they're in those locations, see our kids actually have, well, they used to, I got to get it back. We just redid our emergency plan, but they had them in their backpacks. So if they go to another location and they're like, wait, what did mom and dad say we needed to do? Yeah. They can go and they can actually just pull it out of their pack and they can see it. And they also have like contacts for you. I'm tattooing it on my kids. Yeah. Contacts for you and, you know, grandparents or whatever else. So I think that's a really good place uh, to start. Yeah, for sure. Go with that plan that's probably Mm -hmm. already set by the school with your additional plan. I've thought about this too. Like my, like my one son's getting to the age that I probably should give him some type of cell phone so Mm -hmm. that he can try and communicate with us. But like. I have all these little walkie-talkies that have pretty good range. Mm-hmm. I thought about just throwing a two-way in there that's off. Yeah. And then just, like, turn it on, go to channel nine in case of an emergency. And, like, if we can't get a hold of you, we can talk to you that way. Yeah. Just little things like that that you can, you know, add additional to your plan um, to help them out. Definitely put some snacks in there, too. Yeah, for sure. Calms everybody You'll down. You'll get to eat the first day, but. Yeah. String cheese for a week. <clears throat> and it's all soft and, like. Yeah, yum. <laughs> got hair in it. Yuck. Um, Bushcraft Scandinavia Cabin. Okay. Put all the favorite things in my name. <laughs> I love Bushcraft, I love Scandinavia. What's your take on having a skin stapler instead of a, instead of suture equipment in your medic kit? Have you ever used one and would you consider it a good alternative, perhaps easier to use for the non-medical specialist? So, um, yes, I've used a skin stapler. Uh, they, 
there's some issues with any those. stapler is a skin stapler if you're <laughs> right. skilled enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you make a good incision, then you can slide the backside of the stapler. It's funny. I was just thinking about. It. I had a kid in high school that was being funny, and he had a stapler. And you know, you open them up, and they're long ways. And he was going back and hitting people. Oh yeah. In their wallet. But oh. he hit the wall, so it wouldn't hurt, but you were, like, scared. And I sat down the second he went to do it to me, and he stapled my back. <laughs> I was so damn pissed that day. I'm sure. I don't know why. That just made me think of that for some yeah, reason. Little that little mother effer. That little mother effer. I hope he's dead now. <laughs> nah, I don't think you're dead. So, skin staplers, if you've ever seen one, like, uh, you kind of just push, like, they don't staple like like a paper stapler. They actually have a pre, like, the staple's kind of in the shape of an M, and when you push it down... It basically will grab skin and pull it together. Oh, so weird. it's kind of cool how they yeah. work, but you have to put pressure down on it. So you can't always use a skin stapler for certain wounds. Like they're either too wide, or you're having to put pressure in there you don't want to. Yeah. You know, if you got a laceration on your neck, you're not going to push a stapler into the area of your <laughs> yeah. like jugular and your uh, carotid. So, I yeah, I think they have a lot of use, but they're not going to be as versatile as that makes like sense. regular suture. Uh, material so nice yeah sounds easy not a bad idea to have both mm-hmm. um but if you're to go with one I, I would choose the suture material or they have those other cool ones little zip tie ones yeah. and glues and stuff like that i think those have more practical use than the stapler noise but good mm-hmm. question good How question elliot triple um if you had to evacuate your clifftop bug out location with your tactical goat would you use a hang glider or a zipline system to reach your egress point safely? Asking for a friend. I'm going to go with the hang glider. Because mm. ziplines, you know, they have a an end point that's going to be a set end point. Yeah. People could just be down there with like swords and spears. Yeah. And you slide right into it. A scythe. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's choppy in half and by the time you hit the other yeah. end. Yeah. Pitchfork. So. Trident. Have you ever watched the Ewok adventure? I have, yes. You can do anything with a freaking hang glider. Um, hang glider. Yeah, man. I got to go Fly into safety. And yeah, you could just go as far as you want almost yeah. with a hang You're glider. You're good at it. Yeah. At it. Fly it's all about your skills. Around the world. You can go wherever you need to. Yeah. Yeah. So, zip lines sound cool, but. Sindel and uh, Wicket. Wasn't yeah. That, wasn't yeah. that who was yeah, on Yeah, Wicket. <laughs> Wicket. Isn't Wicket the little, like, toothy one? No, that's that's no the, no that wicked's the little uh, cutie one. He's a cutie one. Oh, the toothy ones, the weird, the, little, the, the fast the one with the cookies. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah the, little the fast one, right? Yeah. yeah. So I have a little niece that, um, but like seriously, every time I see her, that we just think that it's the little white one with the tooth. Like, oh, okay. she has two big buck teeth, and <laughs> she's awesome. like has wide eyes and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, she's just like <laughs> the weird noise. She's growing out of it. Yeah, that fun. was that the Ewok adventure or was that the Battle of Endor? I can't remember which I think one. That was might what. have been the Battle of Endor. They're both they're both great. Yeah, they're both horrible. Actually, if you watch them again, are great. they really? Not I great. haven't seen them. In I such watched a long part of time. the other day and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I like this. As <laughs> really? A kid. Yeah, it wasn't great. And Kobe's daughter was in it. Yeah, she looked, she looked just looked like just, her. Yeah, my wife did when she was little too. Looked oh, just really? Like her. Yeah, so funny. she used to say that she was Sindel from Battle of Endor. <laughs> that's a cool name too, Sindel. Sindel. <laughs> um, that's it, guys. Yeah, thank you. You guys are awesome. Thank the you for sending funny. the questions. Appreciate you. Uh, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Go to subscribe to Bugging Out as well. Um, anything else, Cameron? No, that's it. Awesome. Thank you, and stay survived. <laughs>